congratulations uh, completing another full day of practice. So we're really in the, the heart of uh, the retreat now. And tonight I want to, um, to talk about the art and the essence of the teachings within the Dharma. And again, all of these mindfulness-based approaches, some of the, the psychology of these teachings influence and inform all of the mindfulness-based approaches. So this is why I want to go into this tonight. Uh, 
间存在的一个状态，包括生老病死。Tonight I really want to concentrate on the second great realization, which is the causes of suffering that the Buddha understood. 
我在这里没有去尝试去说渴望是从道德的角度或者其他角度是一定错的事情。在这里，我想提的就是，渴望是引起我们痛苦的一个源头。So when you consider about desire craving, it keeps you wanting, wanting what you're not able to have. 
car or a house or even your beloved mate that's sleeping right next to you at night, can they bring you the permanent happiness? So this longing to belong and connect is beautiful, but where are we looking for it? Inside or outside? So long as perhaps we have a belief that our happiness can be found outside ourselves, um, we will constantly be looking for it. So again, from Achan Amaro, this is the noble truth of the cause of suffering. It is craving, it is compelling, and intoxicating. Anybody ever experienced craving that is compelling and intoxicating? Yeah, we're human. And this compellingness that causes us to be born into things again and again, ever seeking delight now here and now there. And so it says, namely the craving for sensual delight, the craving to be something, and the craving to feel nothing. So let's take this apart a little bit. Let's let's talk about this. So the craving for sensual delight. This is eros. It's a libidinal instinct, drive. It's the craving to feel good. We can find this in many things. In food, in sex, 
去信任。Shopping 去购物。Do you have Amazon in Taiwan? 在在台湾有亚马逊吗 ？Amazon is very clever. 我觉得亚马逊特别的聪明。I don't work for Amazon. 我我我不是在亚马亚马逊工作。But they got this button. One click, boom, you bought it. 但是你看在他的网站里面，他有一个按键是，你点一下就把东西买下来。It feels good, it feels rush, yes. 所以你一点下去，你准备买下来的时候，就说特别兴奋，特别开心。But then it goes away. 但是很快这一种兴奋就过去了。Buy another. 啊，那没关系，我再买另外一个件。I remember one time I was eating my favorite vegan. Vegetarian ice cream. 我记得有一次我在在吃我在一个素食没有牛奶做的一些呃冰淇淋。I was eating and I was enjoying. Oh gosh, it's so yummy. 然后我在吃的时候我就哎呀太棒了，特别好吃又特别享受。And then I noticed that there was just one spoonful left. 然后我吃着吃着突然我意识到。And I could, I could feel this sweep of sadness coming into me. What am I going to do with my life now? I'll get another bowl of ice cream. That will do it. You can begin to understand the roots of addiction. From here, we may be able to see different roots. 完全感觉我们跟着
So Kabir, he has a, some words to say about this. Kabir is one of my best friends. I love Kabir. He says, friend, please tell me what I can do about this world that I hold on to and it keeps spinning out. I gave up sewn clothes and I wore a robe, but one day I noticed the cloth was well woven. And so I bought some burlap, but I still throw it elegantly over my left shoulder. I pulled back my sexual longings, and now I discover I'm angry a lot. I gave up rage, and now I notice I'm greedy all day. I worked, at, I worked hard at dissolving the greed, and now I'm proud of myself. It goes on and on and on, the story. So maybe you heard of the Rolling Stones song, I Just Can't Get No Satisfaction. Does anybody know that song? <laughs> That's great. Well, it's a whole song about I just can't get no satisfaction. No matter how hard I try, I just can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> Never heard of the Rolling Stones. Huh? How about the Beatles? Beatles. How about the Grateful Dead? I love the Grateful Dead. Grateful what? <laughs> the, the Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead is the Tomah. Okay, next time you come to my house, we'll play some Grateful Dead songs. So okay, the next craving to be someone. Narcissism. Super, super ego. It's all about I, I, I. I am special. I drive a Toyota. I'm a meditation teacher. 
My picture's on that poster. <laughs> Look at that, I'm really special. I, 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 So from Emily Dickinson. So I'm nobody, who are you? Are you nobody too? Then there's a pair of us, but don't tell. They'd banish us, you know. How dreary to be somebody. How public, like a frog, to tell your name the live long day to an admiring bog. So this is a place that we can get very caught, this craving to be someone. Now, of course, it's very important in our childhood development that we do get a sense of self and to feel confidence. But if we lose that sense of confidence and somehow begin to identify that I need you to tell me that I am worthwhile, it becomes a big trap. At times, um, you know, we can get caught with this sense of identification either with inflation, I'm really special, or deflation, I'm really not worthy, I'm a bad person. How many times have we left ourselves in search and hunger for another to help me to feel special and whole? But the truth is that um, everyone else is taken, so you might as well just be yourself. So long as we have this belief that our worthiness, it can only be 
found outside to tell back to us, we will be in this place of a lot of um, suffering. So be aware of it. it's so brilliant this realization, this craving, like how this craving to be someone that we leave ourselves causes so much pain. There's a song in America and it says, I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. And as long as we look in the wrong places, it will never be enough. It will never be enough. Because I become now dependent upon you for my own sense of worthiness and well-being. And it'll never be enough. Because I have this misconception I forgot about my own heart. This is why Latsu keeps on reminding us no need to go outside. Everything is in here. And the last craving is the craving to feel nothing. In Latin, it's called thanatos, which means like the death instinct. Annihilation, disappear, go numb, turn away. There's thousands of ways to turn away from what's here, to not feel things. Of course, we can lose ourselves in drugs and alcohol. Books, TVs, movies, puzzles. And it doesn't mean that those things are bad, but it's just that I'd rather just not feel my pain, so I'll just turn the channel and do something else. Yeah. 
应该看得到的，我我就可以看到的东西，就是让让这些事物把我的注意力打开吗 ？You know, you can travel to the far ends of the earth, and your pain will follow you everywhere. 因为你可以走到世界的尽头，但是你的痛苦也一直会跟跟随着你。Perhaps rooted in this belief that if I can just go numb, I won't have to feel the pain. In my own life, I I never really related to this till I had an, an experience. A number of years ago, I was teaching a meditation retreat near my house. And during that time, my family there was a crisis happening. There was a possibility that my oldest son may have had a cancer, a lymphoma. <coughs> Fortunately, it turned out he had、um, mononucleosis, mono. I don't know the Chinese thing, but so. Yeah. Okay. Mono is a lot less intense than cancer. And I remember during that retreat. That I would go and teach and do what I needed to do, but then I would immediately go back to my room and I would just. It was just so painful to be awake and to feel my fear and worry. I was actually preparing one day a talk about what I'm offering to you tonight, the causes of suffering. And all of a sudden, an insight arose. I said, "Oh, this is what the Buddha is talking about. I just been wanting to sleep because it's so painful to be awake." And to worry so much about my son. So it's this craving to lose yourself. Become detached. To not feel. 
不去感受。And a rock, like a rock, it feels no pain. But we've come to understand that no matter how much you try to hide, it's still there. And so these three cravings, the craving for sensual delight, the craving to be someone, the craving to feel nothing, are the deep causes of suffering. And these cravings come about because of unawareness, without mindfulness, with ignorance. And giving rise to that ignorance, a belief that somehow I will find happiness outside of myself. And yet it never lasts. And so the good news is that if you know this, you can begin to begin looking inside. Beginning to understand that happiness comes from within, not on the outside. These teachings of mindfulness point to one direction, and that is greater freedom. The gradual lessening of greed. The gradual lessening of hatred. The gradual lessening of ignorance or unawareness. So let's just take a moment and breathe in and breathe out. A short little meditation my teacher taught. And this is offering you a little taste of freedom for a few moments. And so breathing in and breathing out and just feeling any sense of wanting something else or craving, letting it dissolve and in its place gives rise to a place of contentment and ease. Thank you.
主所东西的领域哇。如果有的话，也许可以在此刻轻轻的把它们放下，然后取而代之的、代之的是一种满足、满足我们的现状，满足我们现在吸进来、呼出去、去一口气。Just breathing in contentment and ease. There's nothing more that you need or push away. 把自在，把满足，随着吸气吸进来。在此刻，我没有别的需要的东西。And breathing in and out, the ceasing of. Aversion or hatred or anger, and in its place, the heart is filled with kindness and compassion. Thank you. Just a few moments, you can feel some peace, contentment, compassion, and clarity. So I'd like to continue um, some talking about another element that is at the heart of the teachings of the Dharma. If you feel you'd like to just stand up and stretch for a moment, you can do that too. And Um, it might be helpful because、uh, I'm just wanting to give you as much as I can in the short time that we have, and so I want to offer this other teaching as well. But take a moment to stretch.
All right, thank you. And so one of the most radical teachings is this teaching of the selfless nature of things. In Western philosophy, Descartes declares, I think, therefore I am. But where, where is this sense of I? Is it in the head here, the body here? Is it in the head here, the body here, the nails, the teeth, the skin? Sorry. Is it in the head here, the body here? Actually, let me read you a few statistics about the human body. The body makes a new stomach lining every five days. The body makes a new liver every six weeks. The body grows new skin once a month. The body replaces with a new skeleton every seven years. Fifty thousand of the cells in your body will die and be replaced with new cells all while you listen to me read this sentence. Radioactive isotype studies show that the body replaces 98% of its atoms in less than one year. So in other words, at any given moment, the parts of the body are appearing and disappearing because they are atoms. So if you think you are your physical body, which body are you talking about? The body you have today is uh, not the same as it was yesterday. The 
And there's actually a, um, a book written by a neuropsychologist. His name is Rick Hansen. Rick Hansen and Richard Medius. It's from a book called The Buddha's Brain. He says, from a neurological standpoint, the everyday feeling of being a unified self is an utter illusion. Just can repeat this. Do you, do you have that? summary of it is that uh, neuroscientists have a very difficult time finding in the brain where is the center of self. And I want to just acknowledge that this is a very radical teaching. May rub up against our social status, our roles, our culture, our ethnicity. And even though it may sound mysterious, perhaps it's not. The Buddha reasoned that if there was a self, then you could say, self, don't age, don't get sick, don't die. Maybe I could tell my head here not to fall out. Or my prostate gland to not get enlarged. But I don't have any control of this. There's a certain uncontrollability in life. This is what the Buddha was pointing to about the sense of the selfless nature of things. We don't have a lot of control. 
，这其实其实是佛陀当时候说，对于无我、非我的那个概念，其实我们讲不到这个我在哪里。To me, this sense of the selfless nature thing can also have a psychological meaning. 在这里，关于这个所无所谓、无我、非我的状态的概念，其实还有一个从心理学角度的一个一个角度去看。So you know, we are brought up and we have we learn about the world. We develop our identity, our sense of self. 在我们长大的时候。And sometimes we develop identities where we identify with ourselves to be unworthy, not lovable. Perhaps we're brought up not to get a lot of confidence in ourselves. I have a friend that grew up in a house where he was very tall and kind of clumsy, uncoordinated. And his father used to say, "Everything you touch breaks." I was told in my family,、uh, it's a good thing you have a, a brother that he'll make a lot of money because you won't. They were saying it very lovingly. It wasn't like a, a bad thing, but sometimes what we say to our kids. They begin to internalize and believe these stories about themselves. I bet if we ask every single person here, there's some story that you're carrying about something that you can't do or you're not good at. You don't want to hear me sing. I just say. <laughs> so I, I was I was saying you don't want to hear you don't want to hear me sing, but then I just sang the song. I said, 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 I said
Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. <laughs> but I can't sing. I can't draw. I'm not a smart person. I'm not pretty. I'm not handsome. I can't do this. I can't do that. We develop all of these identities that can be limiting definitions of who we are. What the Buddha was pointing to is that we can begin to break free of these conditionings and to know a much more deeper nature. That these stories that we've told ourselves have enslaved us. To me, this is one of the most important teachings within the Dharma. These stories or narratives that we've become identified with that enslave us. I'm a sad person. It's only when we become mindful, when we become aware, awake, we can begin to see the stories that we're telling ourselves that have enslaved us. We can begin to break that old conditioning. This is incredibly important. Because these stories that we tell ourselves, we can end up killing ourselves over these stories or kill others. And it's very important regarding these stories about our lives, they're not to be bypassed or kind of just pushed away or not acknowledged. They're to be embraced. They're to be known. They're to be acknowledged. It's only through acknowledging these stories that we tell ourselves that we can begin to become free. We cannot bypass them. We cannot wish them away or become uh, disassociated from them. 
我们一定需要一句故事承认他们的存在，面对他们，我们不能去要过他们，或者是假装他们不存在，或者把他们推开。So in some ways we could say this practice is incredibly personal because it's about the stories of our lives. 所以其实好像我们的练习是是一种非常个人化、非常亲密的一种关系，因为这个是关于我们自己每一个人的故事。And it's equally incredibly impersonal. 但是同时反过来，某个程度上来说，也是非常的呃非个人化的。The impersonal points to greater freedom that we can become free of these stories. This is the great path before us, the journey of the heart. 这就是我们眼前一条最重要的、一个最重要的旅程，一个需要我们的心的一个旅程。To heal our heart， 去疗愈我们的心。To grow in wisdom， 去培育智慧。Sometimes we can be the hardest with ourselves。有时候对对我们最苛刻的，也许是。One teacher says, "What if I discover that I am the enemy that must be loved?" That I stand in the need of the alms of my own kindness. And so, our practice is to open into our hearts with great kindness. So, our practice is to open into our hearts with great kindness. So, our practice is to open into our hearts with great kindness. So, our practice is to open into our hearts with great kindness. So, our practice is to open into So I'll end with a reading from a poet named William Stafford called "The Way It Is." So maybe I'll read it through in English and then speak in Chinese. 
啊，他学了读外，然后中文，随后在读出来。And William Stafford is a beloved American poet, and he wrote this poem three days before he died. It's called The Way It Is. So I'll read it, and then it'll be read in Chinese. So there's a thread you follow, and it goes among the things that change, but it doesn't change. And people wonder about what you're pursuing, and you have to explain about the thread, but it is hard for others to see it. And while you hold it, you can't get lost. Tragedies happen, people get hurt or die, and you suffer and you get old. Nothing you can do can stop times unfolding. You never let go of the thread. Nothing you can do can stop times unfolding, but you never let go of the thread. And so thank you for listening tonight and receiving his teachings in the Dharma. I know that there's been a lot said, and you may be stirring inside within your heart. This is a this is a powerful invitation for all of us to really take a look at our relationship to unawareness and. This craving for sensual delight. The craving to be someone. And the craving to feel nothing. And this misconception of looking outside of ourselves, trying to find happiness, perhaps it is inside. And 
please don't be confused. I'm not saying you should not have sensual desire. We're human beings. We're sensual beings. You can eat your ice cream and enjoy it. But just know not by permanent happiness. And lastly, this teaching on the stories that I tell myself. And that some of these stories may be self-limiting definitions. Perhaps this greater freedom than we could ever imagine as we become free of these stories that have enslaved our heart. May all beings discover the gateways into the heart and may we dwell with peace. So thank you, and we will um, do some walking, practice some mindful stretching, and I'll suggest that the bell gets rung at um, five after nine. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.